Cleareth, they doth never know what to do for who shall put ye stones on ye table. Um, that's an old bit of writing from the past about stone clearing and the problem of winter coming, and uh, very apt here we are on the 2nd of February 2019, it's approaching 9 o'clock, um, and uh, we're going out, to Saturday we're going out to clear some stones, if we can, um, the snows, she has come, and she has fallen, um, and the field, actually coming up to it now, and it's not as bad as it was yesterday. Uh, but certainly some sprigs of some shoots of peas, plants probably are poking through this white blanket. But there are not many stones on show. And uh, Wolfie, some bits of the field are less affected than others just at the moment. Some people might think, hey, well, day off stone clearing, that attitude will not clear a field of stones. You have to come out, and this is a specialist podcast this week, of um, exactly what we should we have to do to uh, cope with conditions like this. It is actually snowing again a little bit now. Um, I literally cannot see a stone in front of my face. That's how thick the snow is. My face is quite near to the snow. Um, and what do we do? That's the, that's the question. Um, this is actually my, my first proper go at this. So I'll be learning along with you um, how we cope with this. Now this little bit of path is, actually the snow has melted here. So for example, you can do a bit of housekeeping. I managed to, there's some, I mean, these stones are on the shore, basically, but uh, get them a little bit further away from the shore. It's, it's, it's the, from the shore into the headland, away from, as far away from the field as possible. Um, yeah, it's going to be a, a tough day, uh, and we're going to be learning together. Um, so I'm trying to kick away some of the snow. That doesn't really work with snow. It kind of impacts the snow further around the ground, you get rid of the top layer of snow. Uh, should I should I stop and, and try and warm the snow with my breath till it's melted and see if there are stones beneath? Uh, probably not, that probably would take too long. I'm gonna take my daughter to the little gym uh, in an hour and a half, so I don't really have time for that. It's uh, cool week. Good girl, hi. Um, 
Come on, darling. Good girl. And uh, the man behind the fence that I like to throw stones at is just moving some holly out of his garden back into the field, which I would have imagined is illegal. Oh, and Wolfie here helping him out here, doing weeing onto the snow, having created a little hole, a yellow hole in the snow. And there is a stone in there, but you know what? I think that, I think that one's, it's not today's, it's not the day for that stone. I think I'll leave that there to go. Um, that, this is the kind of point where, as a stone clearer, you wish you had done a bit more preparatory work um, uh, during the year and made a few reasonable sized piles of stones just out in the field a little bit that you could now use as your, if you were a squirrel or something, that would be a pile of nuts. It'd be snowy, you would return to those nuts. If you think of it in that way, as me as a big squirrel, but instead of nuts and acorns, my fodder, she be stones. Um, and if I'd done that, that would make this a lot more fruitful. Uh, sorry, I was just startled by a bird there. I thought it was someone shouting at me. Uh, even though I'm not actually collecting any stones at all at the moment, still paranoid that I might be seen. Um, so, yeah, this is looking further out in the field. It, it does look greener out there. Uh, but obviously the danger about hassle hopping at this point is there is evidence. You cannot cross that ICC without leaving footprints that could be used by a persistent and dedicated stone clear murderer to find you, match up your boots, say this is the guy, uh, let's kill him in his bed, which, you know, is the kind of thing that happens almost daily in this village, and that's not even people who clear stones now found. Oh, this is pretty good. That's a good discovery. Oh, that's lovely. Uh, just the first patch of green I've come to, kicked away there. The earth actually quite damp beneath the snow, uh, and I found good fist-sized uh, sort of oval stone, and right next to it, another good-sized stone. So even if nothing else comes out today, uh, that is two stones there. That's a couple I threw away earlier. If you are keeping count, some people have asked me, or some one person emailed in, um, Holly Tree, Holly Tree, um, and uh, asked if a robot voice could count the stones. That is not how things work. Stone clear is old and not, I mean, I, am, I have access to a high-powered computer that can, with a little calculating, can do things like calculating, calculating one, two, it could do that. There it is. It's just counted those two. But that is not technology that would have been anywhere near available to the stone clearers, ye stone clearers, the, the tone clearer, off, oldie, with an e on the end. Um, and so I would not use that to count the stones. If you want to count along at home, if you want to go through all the pickups and work out how many stones you think have been cleared, I haven't mentioned them all by name, of course. You would have to work out from grunts and picking up and estimates how many that was. Today, I can tell you, though, it's four stones have come off this field, and two of them were basically off the field already, and very tiny. Um, yeah, it's, well, it's strange. It's actually coming up here for some reason. The the other half of the field, as we go up, looks a lot greener, although around the edge, as I say, almost as if 
the snow gods have laid a trap to try and catch the stone clearers who would be forced of old when stones were all they had to take the chance to go out, be discovered, be killed. Um, it's just around the edge, so it's we have to be careful. We don't want to be discovered. Anything we do that could give away our identities uh, is a danger to us. Uh, not only did the stone clearers in the past have to cope with this extreme cold, new, remember, basically new, to put that heavy and nappy they would wear. Um, they also, this was prime stone clearer hunting season, really. Even if I, they were seen, they could run, but they could be tracked. Um, but yet they couldn't take time off. That's the thing. They couldn't say, oh, well, we'll give it a break because what were they going to do? And some of my cairns, like literally covered in snow as well. This is, it's, it's depressing to see this mineral stuff coated by whatever ice is. And it's not mineral, is it? I don't know what it's made of. Not good, though, whatever it is. It's uh, surely destructive to life, whatever this force is. Um, literally can't see a, a stone anywhere. I'm looking right onto the horizon. I mean, I could risk a little Hasselhoff out, but to Hasselhoff to where they, you cannot even see a stone, that is folly of the greatest order. Hasselhoffing is really about, oh, I spotted the stone, I'll go and get it. You can't do just an exploratory Hasselhoff. That's what it's always been called. David Hasselhoff was actually named after the technique rather than the other way around. Um, that is the, because in the ancient days it would have been Hasselhoff. Um, um, we are, we will be learning uh, Anglo-Saxon English as we go around. Of course, I, I had started by just teaching you the the main thing you have to know is that uh, S's are pronounced F and written as F's. Also, of course, THs generally uh, are changed to a Y, so ye is the ye, but doth becomes it becomes doth rather than doy. Because Dolly would be stupid, so doth. So that th is does is a, a fast sound, and that's pretty much all you need to know about Anglo-Saxon. That's all it is. Um, and as I say, I am planning in future to do at least one, but maybe all of these podcasts in full Anglo-Saxon, Anglo-Saxon all the way through for true believers of the stone clearing. I don't want to call it a cult as a religion. Cult, this thing's negative, but you do have to have the dedication of a cult member and be prepared to do anything that I say um, in celebration of the gods, of course. Um, ah, just lost a thought. I had a really interesting thought to talk about, but it's gone. Um, so, yeah, still on a tally of four stones uh, for this long trudge. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Uh, we've had some statistics in 7,000 people download this podcast every week. <laughs> <laughs> so, so thank you uh, for doing that. That says I'm presumable that's 7,000 stone clothes out there. I don't want to know details. I don't want to know who you are just in case I am caught and interrogated. Um, it's better that we don't know who we are. Do try. If you're caught and interrogated, I mean, you know who I am. Please don't give up that information. Um, 
yeah, it's difficult to know really what to do here at all. In some ways, it might be better just to say, well, you know, maybe don't stone clear it when there's snow. Um, I'm just going to have an exploratory. I see the ground is so hard under here and I don't want to take it. Oh, I found a stone, but I think it's it's so embedded in the ground. That's the problem even as you find these stones. And this pathway I was hoping would be at least some dog walkers would have melted some stuff. Oh, oh, no, it's a leaf. Oh, no, it's a stone. Ah, oh, there's a stone just like five today. If, if you're catching, if you're calculating, I would set your own computer to count if you, if you find it too complicated. Um, hard to know where to throw the stone because where are the nests and the cairns along here? We don't know. This is a terrible trick in the fight to remove the stones. Nature abhors a vacuum, but she abhors the stone clearer even more. And um, she will do all she can to, to stop this righteous task. Um, well, I have a stone in my hand. I don't really know where to put it. It's only a small one. It looks like a piece of flint that would have been worked into the into the hand of a Stone Age man. The edge looks like a cutting edge. It could be genuinely a tool from Anglo-Saxon, for as from Stone Age times. Uh, you could do some good cutting with that edge there. So, but I don't believe stones should be used for such purposes. Stones should just be used to be thrown to the side of the fields, not as tools. That's insane. The stones, come on, grow up. Use a knife. Um, that's what I say to the Stone Age man. Get some metal, mate. What are you thinking? Uh, I found a little cairn, and it's got it's got quite neatly gone on top of there. That's nice. Five stones down, and you might say, Rich, that's not very many stones for the time we've already invested in this. I mean, it's been at least twelve, thirteen minutes. It's not even a stone every two minutes. Well, it's five stones that were once on the field that are now no longer on the field. Some shouting going on in the distance. But I can't see anyone around. I think the weak people of my village have been scared by this blanket of inexplicable white stuff uh, and afraid to come out here as they are for so many. They fear so much. They're very superstitious, feckless people, as we've explained before. And Wolfie's off. What she found? She's running off into the field like she's greeting an old friend or there's a rabbit I see nothing I think she's gone insane she's really run a long distance there to, for literally no reason uh, now she's stopped maybe she's spotted a stone I'm, I am hoping to train this dog to collect stones for me especially in my dotage that would be helpful if the, she could probably carry six or seven stones in her mouth uh, at any one time I need to teach her to identify stones, pick them up with her mouth, keep them in her mouth, and then spit them into cans. And so far, I have not yet trained her to do the basic job of identifying stones. Um, and she's just gone on a crazy run for no reason. So who knows what she's thinking? She's insane. So just approaching the place where the, the controversial part of the of this podcast, the edge of this field where I 
sometimes transgress all the rules of stone clearing. Now, there are no rules of stone clearing, but really one of the main rules is that you must not transgress another stone clearer's field. You must clear your own field before you even consider going to another field. But as I think we've debated to some length, well, you know, the debate is me saying it and you listening, and occasionally a couple of you emailing in telling how evil I am. Um, I'm going to use this as a periphery wall, and I think if that's okay, because there are no rules to stone clearing, even though this, I am transgressing one of the major rules. And interestingly, this field's so neglected by whoever should be stone clearing it that, the, that literally I've just picked up two massive stones right just on the path by the, that were sticking out of the snow. So, you know, what I'm saying is it was worth doing, wasn't it? So those two stones, as I say, going on top of the wall that was once there to rebuild that wall, possibly they were once a part of that wall. I'm only putting them back where they belong. Um, and it's helping me. It's helping me if I move on to be the stone clearer of that field next. It's also helping any stone clearer who is working on that field in a, in a non-aggressive way. I don't think I'm transgressing in any serious way. In any case, this is all about transgression. How can you, how can you transgress the transgressors? That is a good question. And now walking up the path, I hope this path might be uh, uh, clear of snow again by people walking across the field but if anything the few people who've walked here just compacted the snow on top of the stones just desperately looking for an iceberg above the actual ice this time which is delightful imagery and I found a little ping pong ball sized stone I'm now too far I would say from the edge to throw it to the edge I'm going to have to carry it all the way to the middle it's some distance, but it might be my only find of this long walk across the field. We'll see. It was just sitting atop the snow, weirdly. It knew it was its time it wanted to go. Um, oh, so we're on six stones, I think, or to eight if you include the two from the other field. You might say, well, that's you, Rich. Those are a takeaway, so we're down to four. You keep your own score. Um, as I say, eight stones that were once in one place and now in another place. Have I wasted my day? I'm, I don't think I have. How many stones have you moved, slightly moved in the snowy field today? Uh, so before you judge me, I would ask you to judge thyself. Uh, or yai. Yeah, no, must be still dive. And that one, is this a stone or is this a dog poo atop the, I think it's a stone. I'm going to go in. Could be a dog poo. It's a stone. It's another stone, weirdly, somehow, on top, stuck like an ice cube in a freezer to the ground. You just pull it and, it and it zips apart with a little... So, two stones, and they're cold. These, these stones, I'm wearing my stone clearing gloves, my newer ones, and uh, they're not very thick, but boy, can I feel the cold from these two stones. Uh, I use the ice cube metaphor, but... I mean, they almost literally are ice cubes apart from being made of stone, and uh, you could use them as ice cubes. And of course, back in the day, stone clearers, those that lost their vision and their morality, would occasionally take these cold stones into the village and sell them as drink cooling devices for the villagers. That's wrong, of course. There are no rules for stone clearing, but one of the rules is clearly you must not take stones off the field. They must stay on the perimeter except in very ex exceptional circumstances you mustn't bring 
and onto the field from somewhere else. Of course, that's even worse. Of course, it was winter. None of the villagers would really have wanted cold drinks. They wanted, if anything, hot drinks. And they would. They had no fire in those days, so they were unable to warm themselves at all. So the idea of chilling there, they would just been drinking ditch water, I suppose, or beer made out of ditch water. And uh, the idea of making that colder was an, uh, an anathema to these people. And the people trying to just throw stones into their drinks were often just bludgeoned to death. Um, yeah, it looked from a distance like there might be, because of the green shoots above the snow, that there might be more on offer here. Um, but really, I can see nothing, the very occasional stone having forced its way through the snow to the surface, knowing this was a chance to escape to fulfil their destiny of being on a cairn around Telegraph Pole. That is their destiny. Just those two are here, and the others are uh, nowhere to be seen. So uh, I know they're under there, they're sleeping, waiting. And the sun is shining on this central cairn in a beautiful way. It's great. They're all stones that are particularly brown. And, uh, yeah, I'd, if, I, if I could take a photo of that, I would, but I, I would spoil the recording. Oh, well, thank you uh, to uh, leave it. Why? Uh, who will have created the image for this podcast is uh, what she imagines I look like as I'm clearing stones from the field. Uh, she was at the gig in Wolverhampton I did last night, Bilston. And uh, gave me this drawing. And it's pretty accurate, I have to say, of how I look. She wanted me to take my shirt off at the gig to show her that, that she had got the physique right, but it felt inappropriate. Um, uh, and But she is right, I do look like that. So I hope you enjoy that picture. Thank you to Wei, or May. No, it was Wei. No, it was Wei. It was Wei. Is that right? I'm sorry if I got it wrong. Um, uh, so, anyway, do send any pictures. We can't return them, but uh, and I, I probably will just burn them. But, um, it's interesting to know what 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 pictures you're conjuring up in your mind of what's going on here because it is a very heroic and amazing thing. I mean, I could start throwing snow off the field. That seems pointless. And of course, in a way, the snow is our friend, because in a few days it will melt, it will soften up the earth, and then what bounty we shall find, and I mean, hopefully not literally bounties, uh, but stones, which we probably will find, and uh, it will make the days to come more, much easier. So that is the way you have to look at it. This has been a disappointing trudge around the field for eight stones. I repeat, though, eight stones that have been moved to their correct places, the possible exception of two of those stones, depending on your, your stone flow morality. Um, and that is not a wasted life. That is a, a life lived to the full. It's about your perspectives. It's about understanding what's important in the world. And what is important, I think, is clearing a field of stones against the wishes, probably, of the farmer. And, and it being pretty much impossible to do anyway, uh, and making a podcast of it, and that is what life is about, and that is what the the first stone crew has understood, 
I'm actually transgressing across the field now. I'm trying actually to kick the snow up to disguise my footprint, so it just looks like someone skied across here, actually. And I don't have skis, so that will take the pressure off me from to one of the posher members of the field, of the village, rather. Oh, I thought I found a stone underneath it, but it's a piece of wood, which is really useless to me. We're approaching the... Uh... Oh, look at this. Now, that's good. Wow. Look at that, Wolfie. And that one was just lying there. I didn't kick any. That's what. That's where stone clearing. You understand what you're doing, and that's where the stone stone clearing gods let you know that your work is appreciated. All that walk, and then just a li in a little unsnowy patch of the earth, a huge. Um, I mean, this is as big as Hermione's hand, uh, and I'm going to attempt. I'll pick up. This is another little one here. So I've got a couple of attempts to, at the stone at the uh, at the wooden pole that you know I like to throw from a distance too. Let's see if I can hit it. Oh, just missed, Wolfie. Watch out, Wolfie. The big one's coming and surely I can't miss with this. And no, I didn't. And it's left a little mark. Not only did it hit it square. I hope you cheered. It's, uh, it left a muddy mark. Uh, which is what we're trying to do, isn't it? That's what all of us here, we're trying to leave a muddy mark on the earth to say I was here, I existed. And that's part of what this is about and uh, actually this area of the path is what I was hoping the other path would be like very much melted snow damp earth and I've actually picked up four stones here which is kind of practically half on top of what I've, I've done for the whole rest of the day just in one little bit I've kicked them and you probably heard and out they come I'm just looking for a good place to drop them and there's actually no snow down here at all oh and there's a lovely big one there Again on the path, and oh, I've got it out. That's a lovely one. Uh, it's coming good, you see. The stone gods will reward you. And that is, they, you know, other people would have given in, and other people might have looked at this and said, What's the point in coming out here? Um, but this is the point. This whole bit, like, it's incredible. There's loads of stones now. Uh, and this is like, you know, in the desert when they found bread under a tree or something in the Bible. Something like that happened, didn't it? Uh, except this is stones on a path. That arguably, you know, should stay here to keep the path solid. Um, and there's a, there's a little bit of view of the edge of the field here. And, uh, yeah, just picking up some nice tiddlers. Little five tiddlers there. So, you know, the numbers are racking up. It's now literally an uncountable number of stones that have been removed from the field. Um... Stones that are lesser stone clear and might not have discovered until uh, another time due to their fear of this mysterious white substance. Yeah, and I picked up a nice, another nice one out of the path there. Oh, and some more here just looking around. Oh, there is a dog walking, but they're heading in the other direction. And so they won't be able to see one day. And yeah, nice, a load of, again, just right on the edge of the field, lots of tiddlers, which will go on my main can. I mean, they're not going to make much of an immediate impact there, but uh, you know, a hundred days of, of six or seven tiny, tiny stones, six hundred stones. Oh, and a dog walker coming across the field towards me. Going to have to quickly dip these down and get Wolfie on the lead before they see. I uh, think they've seen Wolfie. Come here. Uh, still annoyed by that. That bag of dog shit is still behind my wall. Wolfie, come here. Wolfie, what did I say? Come here. 
Why are you being so naughty? Come on, good girl, we're going down this way. Come on, sweetheart. So I'm in full view now uh, of another dog walker, so too far away for me to hear that I'm talking to myself. I uh, can't do much, I'm just going to kick one of the stones off the path into the edge there. That looks surreptitious enough. Oh, there's a nice one there. I just, I've just used again. Oh, there's quite a lot just on the path that went. There's loads down here, so that's quite interesting. The snow, as I said, perhaps that's how these stones grow. The, the snow freezes but warms them somehow and uh, lifts them to the surface because there's. There's a lot of stones here that, in this traditional area of no fecundity, um, it's a shame I can't really do much about it because there's someone right behind me looking over at me. I could give the game away. Uh, it seems we've successfully got around the field without properly meeting anyone apart from that guy behind the, behind the fence. He did look at me a bit aggrieved. I think he might know I'm the guy chucking stones at his fence. Um, but he was never capturing and there's no evidence that it's me. So, uh, like Jack the Ripper, I will never be caught. I'm not, you know, I'm not comparing myself in other ways. It's just not been caught bit. Uh, I'm not going to write letters to the police saying, you know, that you haven't got me yet. I'm not an idiot. Uh, that just helped tip them off. You've got to keep, when you've done a crime or something that's transgressive in society's rules, at least, I don't think this is a full on imprisonable offence uh, don't tell people about it or, that, or you'll get caught it's just basic and it saddens me uh, to see the number of idiots who don't understand that right well I'm, I'm, I'm now at the ditch where I usually give a, an offering and now I'm slightly worried I won't be able to because we're now back at the snow but I've actually successfully for the first time managed to kick uh, a bit of snow away and find the stone beneath that's again proof of the gods and that goes down to roughly where I think those other stones are. Because um, the ditch is fairly covered in snow. So, well, I think we've seen today the difficulties inherent in stone clearing, uh, in winter stone clearing, why so many of today's affluent middle-class stone clearers travel abroad during this season to climates where the stones uh, are more visible. Uh, but I, even though I'm slightly middle-class, um, I don't uh, agree with that at all. Uh, another one, if you're counting, another one just kicked off there. I'm just going to try and get this baby out so I can put this on the entrance stone. Well, there's two there. Two quite nice ones, again, from the path, but uh, they've worked their way to the top somehow. And this is going on my entrance cane, which just never seems to grow. Just look, however many stones I put on it, it looks pretty much the same. Um... So that's it, we're leaving the field, we've had a nice little walk around, it hasn't taken as long as usual, largely due to not having to stop to uh, pick up stones, um, and in a lot of ways it was a lot more enjoyable for that. Um, golf, according to Spike Milligan, was a good walk spoiled, uh, so I don't know what the hell stone clearing is, but without the stone clearing bit of it, it's actually quite enjoyable. Um, that's something to think about. Uh, you could just walk around the field. Of course, you know, and it's interesting to survey, and some people like to plan. So you can do 200, 300 walks around your field before you even pick up a single stone, if that's 
the kind of person you are. Um, and uh, oh, fortunately, it's going for a bird. So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Um, it's been an interesting one, I think. Um, it's very much, I think, for expert stone clearers. Some of you may have more experience of clearing in snow than I have. Uh, if you're a Scandinavian stone clearer, please get in touch and let me we know how that goes. Um, Sven, a signpost from Scandinavia, emailed in to say, yeah, it's difficult to reach you. are right in what you said in the next podcast, I'm guessing about snow. It is difficult to do stone clearing in the snow, but we do it, so shut up. That's what Sven signpost said, so, I mean, a bit rude. A lot of stone clearers, though, just to, because they're, they're so used to being out in the field on their own, they lose a lot of the conventions of society, and they're just rude people, um, which I don't like. I think you can still say polite. Um, and, you, know, be, you, know, you should be nice to other people, because most of them don't clear stones and don't have your sense of direction and purpose. So anyway, home now. Uh, family might be in the kitchen, so we're just going to have to play it a little bit cool. Trigger, a little bit cool. Play it cool. Uh, they're not here, so it's fine. So we don't have to play it cool. We can be uncool. I mean, but we are cool because we're stone clear as well. There's seven thousand of you out there. I hope next time we look at the figures, there'll be ten thousand, then fifteen thousand, and then everyone in the world, and then every every stone. If everyone in the world went out and cleared 10 stones a day, there'd be no more stones. The stones would be done. We could call this a day. And that selfishness, probably within a, a month, and that's the selfishness that gets to me. But until that day, one man will do that job. And hopefully one other man will see the man doing the job and think, I'd like to do that job too. Or maybe a woman will look and go, it's a bit stupid, we'll give it a go. Uh, not children, this is one of the rules of stone clearing is you must be over 16, no children must be allowed to attempt this. Um, and you may call me a dreamer, but I think one day it's possible that everyone in the world and their dogs, if they train them, could maybe even just go out in one day, solve this problem, build the walls that can be seen from space. We can move on to solving other issues like world hunger and stuff. But until that day, what's going to happen after Brexit, that sort of thing. Until that day, it's just me. Me and Wolfie, who you know, weren't much use, Wolfie. And now you look at me like you want some breakfast. Oh. Well, you know, maybe if I only feed you, if you gather 10 stones a day, maybe then you start to gather stones. You can lick me and rub against me all you like, as if I'm great. But you listen, actually listen to what I'm saying. You could be a help here. And if you've got all your other dog friends involved, we might not even need the people. Anyway, I think the, the podcast obviously finished a while ago, Wolfie. I just hope I remembered to press stop, because it would be embarrassing if this went out. I'm not mad. You know, I don't actually believe my dog can talk back to me, but she can understand. So thanks for listening. Um, do come and check out uh, Rich Haynes' The Square Theatre Podcast. It's another podcast, but it's not as good as this. It's, um, it's a bit of a stupid one where I just talk to people rather than to myself. And... Um, that's starting up again from the 4th of February at the Square Theatre and then travelling around all the country as I said, it was in Wolverhampton last night and it was nice it was nice to get out and see some human beings who weren't made of stone talk to them and they, they actually do talk back, it's not just an imaginary conversation you have with them in your head, it's them actually talking 
and you know it's like they're your friends so come and see that and uh, listen into that if you like some for some reason it gets more downloads than this but that will change and uh, we'll see you next time on uh, Stone Cold Richard Herring thanks for thanks for listening <laughs>